0: Been
1: a oh, all right, what's up, Lemon Heads? Welcome to a special edition of Lemon City Live. This is called Vice City FC, where we're going to talk all things soccer football whatever you want to call it you know usa and england tied so i guess we still don't have an answer right yeah so. <laughs> wait so, which one's
2: worth more the euro or the or the dollar right now that'll decide uh, i don't I think know i gotta check
1: i think the dollar is stronger than the euro right there you now, go soccer it pound, is bro. yeah but the pound <laughs> is still stronger than that doesn't count the dollar so doesn't count, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> brexit edwin it happened yeah. um so we're joining us today eric Kirbyan. did i say that right Kirbyen, Right. Yes. You got it. Awesome, great. Or Caribbean. Caribbean works
0: too from the old football. Base.
1: Caribbean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you are the um, the lead or the 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 main researcher for the Joe Papliano show, correct?
0: Yes, that's correct. A- along with the huddle mm-hmm. up on Substack and our YouTube channel, uh, just under Joe Papiano as well. So all across all of our content.
1: Awesome, awesome. If you want to uh, share with people where they can find you on. Socials, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to share, go, go right ahead. Or is yours, yeah. bro?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can just find me, my first name, last name, at Eric Kirby on Twitter and Instagram. Been tweeting a little more here and there now, yeah. uh, being up with Joe. And then, of course, got to plug Huddle Up on Substack. And then uh, go ahead, obviously, follow Joe Pompliano on Twitter, uh, YouTube, and um, subscribe to the Joe Pomp Show as well. You know,
1: that's a sub. It's a great show. I've been listening to, uh, to it for a couple of months now. I really enjoy it. You know, I I'm, I'm a an MBA, an you know, I have a I have a, an MBA, so I I enjoy the business of sports shows a lot. And so when I found Joe's show, I was really intrigued and um it's it's a nice break from, you know, the normal shenanigans that we get into over here. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's got an MBA. I, I like my NBA. I don't know. You know, I didn't yeah. finish the school like he did, but
1: uh I've done some fools. I used to watch the
3: CBA. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> i like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, man, we're going to get a little bit into uh, Inter-Miami, the article that was released from uh, 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 in the Joan Poppliano show about David Beckham's uh, rise to become, you know, owner of Inter-Miami. We're going to speculate a little bit as far as Leo Messi coming to Inter-Miami and what that entails and everything like that. But first, I want everybody to get to know Eric a little bit. Eric, so we already said you're a head researcher for Joe Pompliano and Huddle Up. How'd you get into that?
0: Yeah, so I worked my uh, whole career before uh, working with Joe. I was in uh, public relations and communications, so um, working at different like agencies, doing consumer products, uh, you know, mainly food mm-hmm. companies, things like that. And I uh, always always raised my hand for sports experience, and I did mm-hmm. get that at one of the places I worked, uh, working at Mountain uh, on the Mountain Dew account at a, a former agency I worked at. Baja
1: Blast uh, is, that, is Baja Blast the best Mountain Dew or what?
0: I, you know, I think I'm a code red guy, but Baja
2: Blast, you know, right there, too, of course. Uh, I am all in on Coke. Uh, no, not Coke. Uh, what is it? Mountain Dew Zero. No, what? Mountain Dew Zero. I'm using uh-huh. Coke Zero. Yo, that Mountain Dew Zero is legit AF, bro. Like, I I can't. <laughs> I can. I can I'm, that, for me, I was surprised. This is the best thing ever. I'm like, I can drink this all day, you know, and I... And I... <laughs> My yeah, dog edwin, okay. it tastes a little more like regular
0: mountain dew right yeah, it tastes great
1: like diet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, edwin is probably the biggest mountain dew fan i've ever met in my life for christmas i got him mountain dew socks baja blast, baja. That's-, baja blast. that's my boy so <laughs> he knows me so well so i do i do so well what about that that uh spiked mountain dew that's that came out of left field i thought that was pretty good Oh, the hard mountain dew yeah hard that's mountain dew good. there you go yeah i thought right, i'd go right. back to being an alcoholic but it didn't work yeah. nah. it didn't work nah. so how did how did uh you make the jump
0: yeah absolutely so like i said worked in that space for a few years and i also switched uh career paths a bit i went from like you know doing pr working with the media all day to then becoming a copywriter at another agency and uh, just a couple other sports notes too i actually was a pr intern for the ufc in 2015 oh, nice. uh, got to work pretty hands-on with their comms team there it was a uh, I'm in my dream job now, but I got to say that was a dream job, too, at 21, living in Vegas, and I'm a huge UFC fan, you know, uh, trained in mixed martial arts in high school to stay in shape, so um, that was a real dream come true, you know, uh, just a kid in college working for them, Uh, and then my first internship was with the Chicago Bears at 19, just working in their pro shop during training camp, Um, so yeah, I, you know, as much as I had different sports stops along the way in my career, I always knew I wanted to end up back in it you know, some way, shape or form. And uh, making the jump with Joe, I mean, you know, I was, you know, like you said, Gustavo, uh, mm-hmm. a fan of his, uh, for, you know, a couple of years, you know, from when uh, he started and uh, he put out the bat signal one day in a newsletter and that was on Monday and he needed a researcher. And I was really happy at my other job, but you know, I told my wife, I was like, am I crazy if I like hit him up about this job? And she goes, <laughs> yeah, I think you are, but like, why don't you just do it anyway? I'm like, All right, cool. So I, uh, he said, email me why you're the best person for the job. And I was like, you know what? I've interacted with him on Twitter. Why don't I just DM him and we'll see what happens. And yeah. uh, I was like, hey, is this full-time or part-time? And he's like, oh, it could be either. You want to talk about it? I was like, sure, man. And we talked the next day. That was a Tuesday. Two days after that on a Thursday, uh, you know, he made me an offer. And then I haven't looked back since. And, you know, I think what worked out really well for me, you know, jumping in and working with Joe, you know, is – just my experience in that media space on the PR side, you know, knowing uh, what a good source is, uh, you know, not knowing what news is fake or not, you know, yeah. <laughs> these days, uh, what's misinformation versus real information, uh, but also being a writer myself, you know, crafting narratives, telling mm-hmm. stories, um, you know, know about that, knowing that as part of my skill set too. I think was a a good advantage, and also simply just being a fan of Joe, you know, and just knowing what he was looking for and. Um he's been amazing to work with, man. Like I said, it's my dream job. I it's been nine months now and you know, I wake up every day. I'm like, I can't believe I get to freaking do this. You know, just (laughs) that's awesome.
2: awesome.
1: Yeah, that's great. (laughs) What's up, bro? Keep living the dream, man. Yeah, man. So um you mentioned you were at internet at at, a in the UFC, correct?
0: Yep, correct. You're
1: you're a big UFC fan. What's uh you you got any insider info for this John Jones fight uh, against Gagne? I,
0: I tell you what, i As much as I'm excited about it, you know, as a fan, I'm just very disappointed that, you know, Francis and the UFC couldn't come Mm -hmm. to a deal. Uh, Francis Ngannou, that is. Um, That was, I really thought if they could get him versus John Jones booked, Mm -hmm. that that was going to be the biggest fight in UFC history.
4: Oh, for sure. And uh,
0: so it stings a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Um, As far as insight goes, yeah, I don't have too much right now. I'm really curious to see how a three-year layoff is going to impact John's performance um you know he was been gaining yeah. weight this whole time to go up to he heavyweight. looks huge. You know, i mean looks scary as hell let just yeah he's got that shaved head going yeah. kind of got a little you know uh, classic tyson look a little bit um and just looks like a, a brick shithouse you know it's just Man. i mean i'm just <laughs> so curious to see how he's going to be a heavyweight and uh surreal gone i mean you know as much as he lost to francis i mean he can move like a lightweight even though he's 265 pounds Man. so um you know, that's gonna
1: think, be it's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be that's yeah, gonna be I'll a good fight. A yeah, it's gonna be uh, fun to see uh, John Jones move up a, a weight class and see if he can handle himself there. But but it's it's not a UFC show. We're here to talk soccer. Yeah, I was about to say, right? man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, look, I'm not We're the UFC getting, guy. So yeah, so yeah. Gonna We're just go, get, go, getting but. to know Eric a little <laughs> bit here. So did you have experience with soccer before? Because I know you did all the research for, or at least most of the research for this uh, David Beckham article that you guys put out a, a while ago. Um, what is that something that you had to, uh, that you already were familiar with, or did you have to go in and really take a deep dive to learn more about? How did that come about?
0: Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, my thing with working with Joe, right. What's really Mm -hmm. been cool about working and doing this job is I've become a fan of more sports now than I was before. Um, because we cover everything on the business side. Like now I like formula one. Now I follow tennis, uh, I follow golf and then, you know, Soccer, football. I think I'm actually starting to call it football now, now that I'm, you know, just in ah, the weeds all day on the content. But um, as far as being a fan and just following the sport, you know, honestly, I never really did. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've got the Chicago Fire here at home, you know, uh, in mm-hmm. MLS, and I've been to a few of their games years and years ago um, at Soldier Field and before they moved to their other park and now they're back at Soldier Field. But um, I did know the business of MLS pretty well because. Leading up to the Beckham video, um, as you guys probably know, right, there was a lot of news in in the league. Uh, the Apple deal uh, yeah. being a big one. Uh, you know, we just had the playoffs, you know, a few months ago in that MLS Cup. So, you know, that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then David Beckham's just an icon, right? You know, I my sister played soccer, uh, and she's about seven years older than me, and she was a, a kick-ass goalie uh, in high school. Yes. You know, played really well. Yeah. This <laughs> was really, really good. That was like <laughs> – that was her sport. And, um, <laughs> I remember when bend it like Beckham came out, right. Like, you know, yeah. as a kid watching that movie and, um, you know, obviously him and Victoria being a power couple, just being mm-hmm. in pop culture, you know, um, unless you're living under a rock, you should know who they are. Right. Yeah. Um, but did know the business pretty well in preparation for this. And then, but it was a deep dive kind of going down memory lane. Um, when he joined MLS, I mean, I was only in seventh grade when that happened and I wasn't really a big <laughs> fan at that time. Yeah, so, yeah. um, It was, yeah, it it was going down memory lane to deal with the deep dive, but it was so fascinating, you know, just getting into the details and and learning about all this again. And uh, you know, then putting the content out uh, with Joe and on all of our channels. All
1: right. So like what kind of information is available for, to do that kind of research? Did you have to go and ask for information from, you know, maybe stuff that wasn't made public yet or things like that? Or is that stuff anybody could find?
0: Uh, everything that you saw in the video was mm-hmm. stuff everybody could find. We did put, you know, put together some calculations, like on valuation growth of the franchises uh-huh. and, um, you know, kind of comparing things, you know, just doing some simple math, you know, yeah. people look at me and they're like, Oh, research, Do you know, about analytics. I'm like, I can do division addition, subtraction, like, <laughs> and that's where I, I go, you know, and a couple other formulas to compute our numbers. But, uh, you know, it's all simple math, but everything was, mm-hmm. that was in the, the video, the newsletter. Was all stuff that you could find, and uh, where the content was inspired by was actually a thread that Joe did uh, a year or two ago, just about the deal. Uh, but you know, we came back to it now. And we said, you know, I think we can just do a deeper dive on this and just give more of an informative story to people, um, and just include some more details and uh, and everything. So. Um, I will say, you know, the, the research skills do come in handy when you're going down the depths of the internet in 2007, <laughs> yeah. using the way, using the Wayback Machine to find any articles that may have gotten lost. Mm. And so that was the toughest part, was just tracking mm. things down mm. and um, finding the right information for everything. But because it was more revisionist history, kind of looking back on things, everything was all there.
2: Okay. I got, it, there? I got it. Well, I'm uh, oh, no, no, no. no, I was just going to say, look, I, I know we're talking about this, you know, what you your research and everything, like we we know it, but maybe some of the people who are watching or listening to this later might not be familiar with it. Um, maybe if you could just kind of give us a quick little rundown of what it was that you did there for those that don't know. We'll also share a link mm-hmm. to it, you know, with, uh, with the content afterwards. And then I have a follow-up question when it comes to that, but if you want, go ahead.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, it was, you know, when I – every research project is different, right? Like every story we tell may be a little different. What was good about this one, it was pretty chronological, which makes things a lot easier for me. So I could start from the beginning and go all the way to today and had all the different stops along the way in David Beckham's career uh, to follow. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, how I did that was just, you know, honestly, you know, spoiler alert and uh, maybe some college professors of mine might hate this, but like (laughs) I'll start at Wikipedia all day, every day, you know, I'll go there. (laughs) <laughs> go to David Beckham's, uh, you know, page and just kind of get a <laughs> of <the> land of land of what I'm looking for. And, uh, you know, but I don't reference Wikipedia as a source, obviously. You know, of mm-hmm. course, there can be junk on there and, uh, you know, everything like that. But um, if you go down, you know, to the references section, you'll find actually, you know, more times than not, a lot of good source material yeah. that you know, people who dedicate their time writing Wikipedia articles actually refer to. So it's just a matter of, You know, kind of laying out uh, what story we want to tell, making sections for each one and just filling in the blanks with, uh, you know, all content that's out there. Um, For this one, I relied a lot on, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Kurt Badenhausen. He's one of the OGs of sports business media, uh, wrote at Forbes at the time of all the Beckham uh, news and the MLS. He did a whole great series about his career there and the business side of things for Beckham too, uh, before he moved on to Sportico, which is where he works today so referring to a lot of his materials uh, sportico as well for they do uh, mls uh, team valuations every single season now so um, you always have up to date information from them um and then you know listening to any podcasts uh, any interviews that he's done uh, or if anyone's ever covered it in the past just taking some time you know watching a video listening to a podcast or two and taking notes from there so um, you know, like I have my doc open right now, right? Just so you know, I'm not uh, flubbing any numbers for you. But <laughs> you'll see. It's just it's just a sec, just section after section with link after link of different things and different notes, and just compiling it all together, and then taking it from there, writing the script, and then working yeah. with our video and audio team and creating a video out uh, of it as
2: well. Awesome. What was the most uh, surprising thing that you learned that maybe you didn't know going into it?
0: Oh, that's that's a really good question. I would say. The biggest thing for me is, like, we knew – I knew Beckham, right, mega star, especially in his heyday, still has a great following now. I mean, he was just doing Mm -hmm. those World Cup commercials with Peyton Manning. The guy still is relevant. But just some of the numbers here, uh, like the impact that he had on teams that he would go to and just how big of a story was, was shocking to me. Like, you know, he sold a million shirts within his first month uh, at Real Madrid, right? And then the fact that he was responsible, I want to say for like $600 million in merchandise sales and uh, team revenue just by himself in his four seasons there. Right. Like, gosh, that's just undeniable. The dude was a star. And even at Real Madrid, you know, I think, you know, he would even say he didn't have the run that he would have wanted while he was there, but he was just still such a mega star. It's like when Jordan went back, Uh, with the wizards right like Mm -hmm. still drove sales still was relevant still was popular drove ratings and when you're that big of a brand like people are going to follow you no matter what so just getting some hard numbers of just how popular (laughs) he really was um was big also just the amount of money he made in his career Hmm. total i think it was 800 million dollars that he ended up making Is just absurd to me you know, and you see more athletes crossing into earning a billion dollars while they're active now, but, mm-hmm. you know, inflation's a part of that. And I think mm-hmm. sports has just grown as an industry. So the fact that he was doing that, um, you know, from the 90s into the 2000s uh, is just so impressive. And, and the hard data that he generated, um, you know, from his popularity was just huge for me. Like, like I guess a big thing that I didn't ex- really expect uh, jumping into this.
2: Yeah, dude. I w- I'm one of those guilty people, man. I was there the first day <laughs> that they sold those Galaxy jerseys at Dolphin Mall, our local mall over here. I was at what used, to, what's it's uh, what Sports Authority used to be. I don't know what's there now. Is it still Sports Authority? Or is it what's it called? I, I don't think the, know
1: the sports authority became a Ross. I think
2: I don't know, something like that. Well, back in the day, you know, what I'm talking about in 2007, I was there. I remember calling that place, Hey, when do you guys get those Galaxy Beckham jerseys? Oh, they come in on like a Tuesday. I was like, All right, and I was there as they were putting them on the rack, and I was like, Okay, got mine. And then I just went out. That's the only time mm-hmm. in my life that I've ever done that for any athlete was for that guy. So, yeah, you know, that guy definitely, nice. you're absolutely correct. And he has a
3: you still have it,
2: uh, yeah, actually, I do. It's. Oh, it's beat up as hell, man. Got washed the wrong way a couple of times. So it's all like fit, you know, the numbers and the logo and all that stuff
3: is cracking. It's probably a little but... tight right now. It's a little tight too.
2: No, no, no. I was I was it fit back then. I, I fluctuated. I'm back to the heavy side, so you know, it fits again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, yeah. i got a Walter Payton jersey that my godmother got for me when I was, I want to say ten years old. Oh, and wow. I, had, I still fit in it because she got a big one for me when I've been. Periods in my life where it's tight and then it's loose. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. Like, all right. I know how good a shape I am. I'm in based on that Walter Jersey. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. It's a sad feeling for me, but yeah. I, I know the feeling. I'm like, damn it. You know, because I, I got a lot of nice ones that don't fit anymore. And I'm like, damn, you know, if I just, you know, maybe stop drinking those Mountain Dews, you know, but that's where that Mountain Dew <laughs> Zero is going to help out um (laughs) hey but all right so i want to get into speculation you obviously researched all this stuff and you're very knowledgeable (laughs) on it and i know gus has uh some questions here, but we hey you're talking to three guys from miami javier over here is a personal friend of gonzalo iguain who was a striker for the for inter miami last season he's the only one that is allowed to call him chavi because they're they're on a nickname basis okay so he calls him chavi we got to call him javier but um but anyway he's we, that's what we wanna know. We wanna know this we're the attractive city, we're Miami, we're where all the people wanna to come to retire, and all the players wanna come and settle down and do all these great things. And the big biggest fish out there is a certain guy named Lionel Messi. And you know, I want to speculate, man. So I know Gus, what do you yeah. uh what do you what so, do you want to ask? I know Gus has all one the of questions. the
1: yeah, one of the earlier reports that I saw was that to, uh Messi wanted as part of his contract to be able to buy into the team like a 30% stake, something like that. And obviously, you know, they, it still hasn't happened. So is that something that they're negotiating? Do you know if that's even a, a thing? Is that a false report? Have you heard something like that?
0: No. Yeah. I, I think that's a question. A lot of us, you know, yeah. between soccer fans, I'm sure you guys being in Miami mm-hmm. fans and then just with sports business and just sports media overall, just hanging on this question right now, where the hell is Messi going to go? I always Mm -hmm. like to say this where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Mm -hmm. So he seems to have a lot of suitors coming his way. And what's kind of been frustrating about this is like, there's been so many reports where, okay, he signed with Inter Miami. It's going to be announced soon. And then, you know, his team's like, no, it's not happening. Okay. And then, you know, couple weeks ago he's going back to psg for at least one more season and that gets retracted and then another inner miami story comes out Mm -hmm. and that gets denied and then now the latest one and i don't think his team said anything on it but there's a saudi arabian club that's the rival and i'm forgetting which club it exactly is but i know yeah a direct rival of Ronaldo's squad that he's with now. Wow. And the rumor out there is they're going to set to offer him a $350 million per season contract, Good grief. which would just be yeah. absurd. It would, you know, Ronaldo would have what? A, a few months, days where, <laughs> you know, where he was the richest athlete in the world, you know, highest yep. salary ever. Messi would come in, knock that out right away. Uh, would break his own record of $160 million a year when he was at Real Madrid uh, mm. when they were overspending and putting their team in debt. Um, so right now there's just a lot of balls in the air, and it's just a matter of which one's going to land. Um, as far as where, you know, I, I have no real idea where things are going to go, you know, just kind of following the news, like, you know, we all are here. But I think he has two just, as of right now, if everything's true, just two very interesting options because – You know, Ronaldo, I'm going to just, you know, out myself here. I actually didn't think he was going to sign with the Saudi Arabian team. I just, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, you know, as much as influence and money as it was, I just was like, you know, playing down to very low competition. Um, Just the market value, you know, uh, for marketing potential. I mean, I know they're paying him a lot for that, Um, but I still thought maybe he'd still want to keep his brand a little more global as opposed to going to a very small market comparatively to Europe, comparatively to the U S right. But Clearly, you know, money talks. Two hundred million a season is hard to pass up. Um, so now, with that, like my gut's like, well, if three fifties on the table for Messi, that's gonna be really, really tough for him to turn down. But the Inter Miami deal, if if it really does include this, I believe thirty five percent stake
4: mm-hmm. in the team, and I
0: ran some numbers on that. If they he gave him that, that would be worth about two hundred five million dollars based on Sportico's latest valuation of Inter-Miami at $585 million. And what do we know with sports, gentlemen? Sports, even, you know, through recessions, even through tough times, always just seems to go way up no matter what. Yeah, And I think that's where, you know, based on his decision, if that's the real offer that he has there with David Beckham and Inter-Miami, it'll be telling to see, all right, does Messi want kind of the quick payday? Playing in Saudi Arabia for a couple seasons, like if he plays three seasons, he'll make over, you know, uh, what, probably a billion dollars around there. Three to four seasons if he were mm-hmm. to play in Saudi Arabia, um, or if he comes to Inter Miami, I know the report said he would be the highest-paid player in MLS history, on top of the equity stake in the team. So it's just a matter of what he's looking for. If he's looking for a long-term play, if he wants to be a player owner for a bit, mm-hmm. and then if he's really genuinely interested in you know, getting in on the business side of things, you know, he'll have that opportunity to enter Miami. So I think it's just a matter of what he's looking for. And, you know, I think he'll make out just fine either way, but I'm still very curious of, you know, which deal, what ends up being true. And then what he ends up ultimately doing.
2: I got a question though, this deal. I mean, obviously we saw it with Beckham Mm -hmm. before, and then we saw, there was reports saying that Ronaldo was actually very, very close to accepting an offer from Kansas City mm-hmm. from Sporting KC, which is insane. You know, to think that, that a club in middle America like that, even as good as they are yeah. with the history that they have and everything, could have the finances to put up even a competing offer to what that Saudi Arabian team put out there. That's insane. But it shows that there is money. These owners got it. I mean, if you get a guy like this, it's just, you, you, just lo- you know, back up the trucks full of cash over here. That's what's going to happen. Um, but my question is, with the precedent set with this report about the Ronaldo deal and the prior with Beckham, has there been any, is there any other sport where you've seen a deal like this, where you get an ownership stake at this high valuation? Because I've, I can't recall in any other sport where they would, where anyone would give up any type of ownership equity and definitely not at a 30 something percent or at an expansion mm-hmm. rate that Beckham got when he uh, joined the league in 07. I mean, I haven't seen anything like that in any other league. Maybe you and your research, you came across something like that.
0: Yeah, no, that's a that's mm-hmm. a great question as well. I'll tell you this. I, I'd have to double-check myself just to really make sure I didn't miss any examples, but um, there's a couple factors mm-hmm. at play here. Number one, most CBAs, so collective bargaining agreements in other leagues, don't typically allow uh, player owners anymore um, mm-hmm. just because of conflicts of interest um, mm-hmm. really just being the main motivating factor. Like the one I think about right now is LeBron James has been very open about wanting to be an owner of the possible Las Vegas team. That's going to be an expansion franchise in the NBA. Right. Um, that's, can't yeah. happen until he's retired. Um, and yeah. I think it will, that's, you know, to make a prediction, right. I think Joe and I have talked about this too. I think LeBron will become an NBA owner eventually. Um, but it's going to take time for that. Um, so, as far as I know, most CBAs. So Jackie are- Moon
2: is safe then. Jackie Moon's right. Re- <laughs> He's <laughs> safe. All <Okay>. right.
0: <laughs> All right. Woo. Okay. I feel better. All right. Carry on. Go ahead. <laughs> I-, I love the reference too. Such a great, such a great movie. Um, but yeah, with, you know, so most of these CBAs don't allow that. Um, but in history, uh, we did a video about this, just a YouTube short TikTok video. Bobby Orr, uh, who was you know a legendary hockey player, uh, played mm-hmm. for the Boston Bruins. Um, well, when he signed with the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, my team here, you know, in the city, um, he actually got like screwed over in his uh, negotiation by his own agent because mm. he did not, his agent did not let him know that the Bruins made an offer to him, which with, I think, an 18% equity stake in the Boston <laughs> Bruins back in the 70s um, to keep him on the team. And he loved <clears throat> Boston and his wife, his family, like they loved being there he genuinely wanted to stay in uh, in Boston, but his agent had other interests, Wanted to just get the higher salary number mm-hmm. from Chicago. Because Chicago offered him a higher salary, but they did not offer the equity, which, you know, something to say, right? Going back to Messi for a quick second here, it's just going to be a matter of, you know, does he want to just keep getting rich off the salary or does he want to just keep building that wealth through equity, right? Yeah. And, you know, that could be an interesting opportunity being an owner in the franchise. So, um, as far as I know, you know, haven't been any other examples, and especially in the modern era, you know, MLS is, right, still a pretty young league compared to all the other American sports leagues and have that flexibility right now to have a player owner. And I think, you know, even with a conflict of interest, right, I think the MLS players would love Messi to come to mm-hmm. the MLS because as much as Beckham drove some growth, I think Messi would provide a rocket ship of growth even bigger than Beckham can learn from Beckham's mistakes uh, that he made in his time in MLS That's true. and uh, just take the sport and the game in America to a whole new level.
1: So just, just to connect them both a little more. Um, I think one of the, one of the biggest shock factors when Beckham came to MLS was that salary drop, right? I think he went from making like tens of millions to making 7 million or something like that, I think with the galaxy. And, but what people didn't realize was that there was a bunch of little kickers in there, like a percentage of Jersey sales, percentage of ticket sales and things like that. Right. So if, if Messi does come, that's, it's going to come with a lot of those, a lot of those kickers in his contract, which might, which is probably what they were offering Ronaldo to go to Sporting KC as well. Correct.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, if, if I had to speculate, I mean, there had to be a lot of kickers in there because, I, I don't know. It just seems funny to me, like picturing Ronaldo living in Kansas city, Missouri for a few yeah. months out of the year, <laughs> you know, just, uh, eat, eating, uh, eating barbecue, you know, yep. uh, I mean, you know, Kansas City's a great, great little town, great, guys great have town. Been, but, but it's not like what he's used to. Right. it <laughs> being yeah. in Europe and in Spain. And, um, you know, the honestly, Mediterranean like- and the
1: Ozarks are a little different.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And honestly, I feel like he could get away in some parts of town, uh, you know, and, and just like walk around out in the open. I really think some people might not even know who he is, in that city um, specifically. Yeah. A small amount of people. You'd have to mm-hmm. find the right pocket of of, uh, of Kansas That, that City might America.
2: be reason enough. That might be alluring enough to for him to go there. And be like, hey, <laughs> very few places I could do that. You know, and, and yeah. definitely he's not too far from a little quick drive where he could do that. Just somewhere on the outskirts of you know yeah. Kansas City to one of the neighboring towns. You know, maybe he heads up to Nebraska or something. Just hangs out in Lincoln or something. Just nobody yeah. knows <laughs> who he is there. You know. <laughs> Just walking around at the mall, like, yo, is
0: that Ronaldo? <laughs> yeah, he can do the baseball cap, sunglasses, like, no problem. Yeah, you will go nah, complete
2: Mike Trout anonim- anonymity or whatever. Do you, are you <laughs> see the
0: word <laughs> <laughs> anonymity? Anonymity. I don't know. Man, I it's suck like, with that word, man.
2: But you know what I mean.
1: But <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> oh Lord. So, what is what do you think is is the biggest hurdle right now keeping Messi?
0: I think it's just the details. I think, uh, when you're the biggest star in the sport right now in terms of just brand value and you know what he brings to the table, uh, he has every right. And, or I should say he has every advantage just to sit back and wait this thing out. Um, so I, I think it's just who's going to really give that max package, um, you know, to get him to their team. That's why I was thinking about this, you know, just prepping for, you know, you know, the podcast today, I, I was really thinking, I'm like, I wonder if they're willing to up that ownership stake a little bit too, you know, from 35% from what it was reported, you know, maybe to 40. Um, I couldn't see him being, you know, a half owner, because that means Beckham's slice, we get, you know, um, taken out of it, the Moss brothers as well, you know. Um, they got to make money out of this too, and you yeah. know, just uh, share the wealth a little bit. But, but I'm sure know. they know.
1: I'm sure they know that Messi. They they probably won't be able to play any games at the the, uh, the DRV Stadium. What is it called? What's Drive called Pink it? Stadium. At the Drive Pink Stadium, they're gonna have to play them all at Hard Rock Stadium, and they're and they'll all be at capacity. Every game.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and think about this too. I think every game on the road will be at capacity. Like I yes. could see, Oh yeah. You know, for example, uh, I'll just give you guys a local example, right? Like the mm-hmm. Chicago fire moved back to soldier field to play their games. And um, unfortunately, you know, just sports just not big enough yet. The, the fan base isn't big enough yet to open mm-hmm. all of soldier field, which is about 62,000 seats uh, yeah. for a game. Uh, so they usually close the upper bowl and just have, keep the lower bowl open. I mean, if Messi comes to town, I really could see them opening that sucker up. Yeah, And like you said, host the games at all the NFL stadiums, make a big event out of it, you know, honor him being there. Like I, I, I could see the Chicago Fire putting together a hype video for Messi, even though he's on the other team. <laughs> um, so I, I just the commercial impact that he can make. I mean, they they can't forget that. And I think another advantage, too, it seems that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but seems like him and Beckham have a pretty good relationship together, too. and
1: well, They're both team Adidas. Both
0: ah. well, team Adidas. I feel like
1: Adidas will have a lot of say also. They're, they want that to happen because they know how many jerseys they're going to sell. Man, they have the exclusive
2: contract with the MLS. So exactly. there's only one jersey provider in the whole league. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good
1: money. <laughs> yeah. Xavier, your mic is muted. Chavi, come on, bro.
3: Well, you didn't understand what I was saying. All the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. Oh, like, yeah. Adidas, everything, everything's coming together. I like it. I like mm-hmm.
1: it. Yeah, man. So, Messi. I think. I, I let's let's give our predictions. Will he come to Inter Miami or will he go to Al Hilal in Saudi Arabia? I'm gonna say Miami, and that's not because I'm biased.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I'll tell you what. I think it's I. And here's the thing,
2: because I work in, in sports media, too, and I've, I know that there's a lot of people who speculate, and there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who, who you know, are speculating on a report that somebody else said. I feel like the only time throughout this whole process that anybody actually put their name on it and said, hey, this is happening, it's already been agreed upon, was that the Daily something out in UK, which was... Uh,
3: the Daily uh, Mail?
2: No, no, it wasn't the Daily Mail. It was something else. They're the ones who, who said during the World Cup... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Beckham, that, a uh, done deal. that it was a done deal already that they had agreed upon and this and that. And that, <clears throat> so they were the only ones that I've seen in this whole thing that have actually said that they were reporting like, hey, we're putting our credibility on the line. Everybody else is speculating. They're the only ones that reported it. And since then, obviously, you know, we're, we're still waiting to hear what happens. And you've had the PSG come out and say, oh, we've agreed to a verbal commitment. But then again, that's been, you know, hasn't been finalized. There's all these other yeah. things. The only people that have reported it, and because of that, that's why I lean more towards that being the possibility, is that there's something there. Like you said earlier, if there's smoke, there's fire. I feel like there's a whole lot of smoke all over Fort Lauderdale, where the stadium is right now. And oh, yeah, there's bro. something Rush cooking fighters. there, man. Yeah. There's, so there's something cooking <laughs> there. So if I'm, you know, a betting man here, my MLS you know uh says that it's uh that he's coming to mls here and and hopefully by the summer i I think that would be you know pretty interesting i mean also like chavi who's our inner miami reporter he's always been reporting on (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he's always been reporting on all the moves that have been Happening I mean we have the DP <clears> slot Open for him there's all these other, Everything yeah. like he says the, the puzzle pieces Are in place the jigsaw yeah.
3: Puzzle they, yeah <laughs> he's talking about That forever it's a it's a jigsaw Puzzle yeah. uh, yeah. He's missing is the biggest Piece and it's messy and he's Gonna be laid down on the table <laughs> boom Dominoes whatever You want to do boom he's coming. Is he oh, remember
1: he does he does have a, a hard rock sponsorship that's true and he's that's the he other does, thing yeah he spends a lot of time at that uh that at that guitar oh yeah band. he does now, go to
2: the guitar hotel
1: down here he yeah does. and and what who's the sponsor of hard rock stadium hard rock hard rock yeah <laughs> so, although i think there was uh there was a gripe
2: though um uh-huh. and i remember a while back i think it was about a year ago. Because also, Eric, I don't know if you know this, we were supposed to get a stadium built down here a year ago. A year Mm. ago, it was about to start. They haven't done anything and it's It's not even about to start. They they haven't even like fenced off the area like nothing, 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 nothing. So it's going to be years till that becomes, you know, completed and we're actually, you know, comes to fruition. So. With that being said, I remember about a year ago when all this stuff, you know, the first rumor started going around. I remember that I, I read somewhere that I don't know if it was Steven Ross, who's the owner of the Dolphins and the owner of Hard Rock Stadium. I think he had a beef with MLS or something because he has he runs that International Champions Cup tournament that comes by during the offseason. Yeah. And that there was a, a thing where he wasn't going to provide the field for the, you know, for Inter-Miami. Mm-hmm. So the stadium was always off limits. Like it's going to be on, it's mm. going to be open for, you know, special events, international friendlies, but not for, you know, the local MLS team. Although I think a guy, if there's anybody who can change Steven Ross's mind, yeah. it's going to be a guy of messy stature. So I think it's, it's not completely closed on that, but. Give
1: <laughs> me like, that yeah, yeah, <laughs> <bobo>. <laughs>
2: bubble.
3: Yeah, That's but just yeah. a business flex yeah <laughs> no, for <laughs> sure. money yeah. talks the money in his face he's going exactly
2: yep 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 well we'll see what happens we'll uh we'll keep an eye out at it and uh we'll keep looking forward to it but uh eric man thank you so much for for hanging out with us tonight dude really appreciate it love to have you back on and pick your brain at some other oh, uh yeah. hey
1: now that we know that you're an f1 guy we're gonna have you on oh for yeah our, for bro. our f1 show we we also do a, l- a little f1 segment called <laughs> f1 oh, f1 yeah. or f1 Oh,
2: oh my yeah. God. yeah, bro. You F1 or FU, bro. All right, yeah. that's our show. We do that. Uh, we're getting ready. You know, season's taking off here in a uh, pretty short, soon. You know, we're in the off season right now, but we're mm-hmm. excited. I think the Netflix is uh, Drive to Survival probably drop in March. That's when it dropped last year. Yeah, I'll scoop that up and watch it in a couple of days and just sure. be totally, totally, uh, excited about that but yeah we'll definitely have you back on for that and anytime you want to come back on man we're more than
1: happy and feel free to visit us uh when when the miami gp happens man tell tell your guy
3: joda to hook you up yeah bro <laughs>
1: come down hurt?
3: come down for the messy parade that's right <laughs> yes
0: oh well, they should have a parade if he ends up coming. oh I no there's, say,
3: gonna, be know, there's bro, gonna be a parade there's gonna
0: be a parade my prediction too you know and i'm not saying it just because i'm here with you know my, my miami guys here mm-hmm. but i i really do think it does happen you know um, that report, like you said, just being definitive. Yeah, you know, I think it does happen. Too many connections, <laughs> and then not just the Hard Rock sponsorship, but he's got that sick uh, like penthouse that he has in Miami too. So he's like got to put yeah. that to use somehow. But um, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Like, this was so much fun. Like, I can't believe it's only it's already been like forty minutes. And, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would love to
0: come back and. Uh, yeah, oh, always happy to hop back on and chat. And, uh, you know, you have a new fan of me now,
3: too. I just really love the show. So thank you. Awesome, man. Thank uh, you, brother. I
0: appreciate it, appreciate it. I'm going to tweet it out. Eric's our source. Messi's a done deal.
2: That's what's up, man. But again, Eric, thank you so much, man. Uh, we appreciate you, man. And we'd love to have you back. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. All
0: mm. right. Thank you, boys. Really appreciate
2: it. All right, man. Take care. Thank have you. a great night. all right man big thank you big big thank you to to eric there for hanging out with Mm -hmm. us joining us man that was very insightful
3: they're coming next
2: oh yeah black heron united crew is up now we're gonna bring them on Uh, i know we got jermaine waiting here in the background just a sec but before we get warming up he's warming up he's warming up he's warming up up. get the you know i don't know if he's righty or lefty but we're warming up one of the guys in the bullpen there he's ambidextrous. oh he's ambidextrous all right that's cool he it works kicks,
3: he kicks with both legs okay
2: yeah. cool 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 so we're gonna talk a little more i am i am uh inner miami we're gonna talk a little bit with the black heron united we're gonna talk a little bit about martin luther king day and uh, what happened and what didn't happen uh but before we do that again just want to thank eric for hanging out with us make sure you follow my eric Car- caribbean? Car- caribbean? Caribbean, caribbean 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 and the uh, joe pompliano show of course gus would be you know Listening to a a, <laughs> a a
3: sports business, podcast sports business podcast. i to start listening to it too. Thank you. Yeah, that man.
2: All right, so I'll definitely check it out. Check it out. But, yeah. uh, but I do want to finish the show here. I want to bring on Jermaine. Let's bring him on here. There he is. All right, man. What's up, Jermaine? What's going on,
4: y'all? What's All going right, on? Man. What's going on? How y'all doing?
2: Welcome, welcome. Doing great, man. Doing great, man. We're gonna talk a little inner Miami. Talk a little bit about what's going on. Um, but again. If you don't know, this is Jermaine, Black Herons United. Tell us where we can find you guys. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do and uh, what you guys are trying to do here, man. The floor is yours, man.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, thank you all uh, for reaching out, Xavier. Thank you for reaching out. Um, you know, uh, First and foremost, you can find us, you can find Black Herons United on Twitter, at Black Herons UTD. Uh, that's the same for our Instagram, uh, Black Herons UTD. Uh, we also have a podcast called Dreaming of Freedom. Um, it's kind oh. of a, you know, a, a play on uh, the phrase uh, freedom to dream in Miami's uh, freedom to dream. Um, and so you can find us uh, on Twitter at Freedom Dreams BH. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at Freedom Dreams Pod. Um, and yeah, guys, right. uh, you know, uh, we started uh, last year. We officially kind of launched our independent uh, supporter group last year. Um, to be clear, we are independent. We are not an official uh, supporter group of Inter Miami, uh, so we are not on the level of Vice City or the Siege or Southern Legion, um, etc. We kind of do our own thing, um, but we are supporters of the club first and foremost. Um, secondly, we are. Secondly, we are an all-inclusive uh, supporter group, which means anyone can join our group. Anyone, anyone can join our group. Point blank, period. Um, nice up, however, our group focuses on centering uh, kind of South Florida's Black culture, South Florida's Black history, and South Florida's uh, Black experiences uh, through football, right? Our mission. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been around for a year and we're just trying to, you know, uh, help the club be more representative of, of, of uh, the region.
3: Awesome. Awesome. I, I, I got uh, in touch with Jermaine because, I, like always, I'm, I'm looking online for Inter Miami stuff. And and last year I saw a tweet from Black Herons. And this year I saw it again talking about MLK Day and how Inter Miami uh has not uh, put out any type of social media saying, you know, MLK, anything in regards yeah. to that. Them and, and another MLS mm-hmm. club. Uh and and I, I just remember from last year, you know, I saw it and I said, okay, you know, maybe they missed it last time. It happened again. And that tweet, Jermaine, you you can tell us, has gathered a lot of uh interest and 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 people are talking about it it's had interactions back and forth and i think it's very important to to like you said there's a a rich history black history in miami particularly and in Mm -hmm. football the the amount of um people that love to play football can you tell us what exactly is 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 what you guys want because i i read the thing you know the bottom of the tweet says what does this show your black supporters do you care we need answers and change do better Tell me about that.
4: Yeah. So, you know, we are not trying to we're not trying to burn the house down. Right. We're not not trying to burn the club down. Right. (laughs) All we're trying to do is point out the obvious. And the obvious is that South Florida and Miami has a very large black and particularly Caribbean population. And that Caribbean population loves the game of football. Like Jamaicans love football. Haitians love football right and we're all here in miami now all we want is the club to be a little bit more representative of those communities um what we acknowledge time and time again is that we we love that the club centers and acknowledges its latin american fan base because when we think about u.s soccer u.s soccer it's largely kind of you know understood or stereotyped as as Mm this kind of white suburban sport right so when inter miami comes out and they're you know tweeting in spanish right and they're like marketing you know to its spanish supporters we love that we absolutely love that you know but why not do the same thing in haitian and creole right or you know like just you know show the fan mm-hmm. base the entirety of the fan base that uh the club is kind of reaching out to them and so uh when we realized that inner miami and uh, i think it was real salt lake out of uh, utah were really the yeah. only two u.s based clubs that did not make any type of acknowledgement not anything not a story not a post nothing like not even yeah. a simple mm-hmm. generic happy okay
2: it's like um, easier to just to do it than to not do it you know what i mean it's like come
4: on yeah man. and it's and you know and, and you know i, I want to be clear it's not like we're begging them to do the bare mi- like of course we want them to do the bare minimum right but yeah. we also want them to be genuine right we want them yeah. to go out to the community right and, and and help now let me now let me also be very transparent. Inner Miami does have a good track record with one of the local soccer teams, Little Haiti FC. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. helped donate uh, a number of different laptops um, and different equipment to the club What's um, for their team. Right. So they have some type of presence in the community. But we want it to be more, right? We're, we're trying to establish a Caribbean theme night, right? One of their official theme nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, I, I love drive it. pink, right? I mean, you know, it's it's simple things, right? That it's not yeah. it's not hard to think about, and we're not trying to force anything. It's just it's just, it's kind of obvious, right? Like there's <laughs> this huge soccer base it's an that we haven't haven't tapped into right? yet. An
1: opportunity, it's absolutely. A huge opportunity. And, and to your point, Jermaine, anywhere you go in Miami, any government building, places like that, you'll see. English, Spanish, Haitian Creole. Absolutely, any message. Absolutely. So,
4: absolutely. Yeah, Miami, yeah. I mean, I think Miami I've seen one post. On yeah, I think I've seen mm-hmm. one post from actually the the um, the Miami Freedom Park project. Uh, mm. I think they have All like right. an Instagram page, and uh, I think they made a post in in Haitian Creole. I'm like, wow, that's really you know, really that's really a great it. effort, right? So, if we can just see more of that, or just little things like, and it's not just MLK yeah. Day, right? We've we've noticed that with Black History Month, we've noticed that with Juneteenth. Mm. And we're not trying to pick on Inner Miami, but when the rest they of the didn't even post league anything doing, for Belay. Yeah, yeah, See, We didn't even yeah, we didn't even think about that, right? But it's yeah. it's just little things, right? It's little things that you would think um, the club could do, right? I mean, they don't have mm-hmm. a problem making posts about another, you know. First of all, Martin Luther King Day is a federal holiday, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if mm-hmm. no one, you know, recognizes right, and so they don't have a problem making a post for Veterans Day or Memorial Day, right? And so. Mm-hmm. It's just simple things like that, you know, just to show your fan base that you know we are included and that they are also thinking about us. Um, It'll be nice, but you know, like we're also not like we're also not begging, right? Like we're gonna continue to do what we're gonna do, and Mm -hmm. we've helped create a space for a lot of supporters, uh, you know, to feel comfortable. And you know, we we you know we clash and you know with different views, but at the end of the day, we can all come together and uh, you know just you know chop it up and, and have a good time.
3: Enjoy the love for football, Jermaine. You have you Absolutely. guys had contact or reached out to the club? Anyone in particular at the club? Social media and communications? Yeah. Anybody? Have you guys spoken? And what what message have you received? If you have,
4: yeah. Last year, um, we we had a meeting with uh, with some of the members from the club. Um, you know, and I won't get too specific. Um, no, no, no. But no, it's fine. The, but they did. But they did they did show us kind of the procedure, right? Kind Mm -hmm. of how to become an official supporter group, um, which is, which was great. You know, we appreciated that. And they kind of showed us, you know, kind of showed us the ropes a little bit of like what to do and what not to do. And, um, uh, you know, but, but because we are an independent supporter group, there's very little we can do officially with the club, right? Like we can't Mm -hmm. bring in our flags, uh, into the North stand, for example, or, uh, You know, we have very little say, if any, uh, about the chants, right? That are created for the club. Um, I've had a beef with the chants for a while, man.
2: I've had a beef (laughs) with the chants for a while. I'm, I'm, I'm Hispanic. I'm Latin American, everything. But like, man, they all sound the same. They're all in this. They're all originating from the same place. Like, y'all just spread it out a little bit, man. You know, throw in an English chant every once in a while for the couple of you know non-Spanish speaking people we got here. You know what I mean? So that's all, but. I, 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 I I know where that's coming from too, man.
4: Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a conversation that's, that's being had Mm -hmm. and that's been had, you know, you know, with the club for, for a few years now. Um, and we, we're hoping to see, you know, some change. And again, it's not that we don't like the Spanish chance, right? We love the Spanish chance. That's what makes inner Miami, inner Miami. Right. But yeah, if you're in Miami, you have to have a Trick Daddy chant, right? You just have to have a Trick <laughs> Daddy chant, right? It's just it's 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 easy, right? it's, it's very easy to do, right? And so, um, take, it, know, to house, right? to take it to oh, the okay, house, right? Yeah, you know, okay, take well it to up. the yeah, house. Take it to the house. you know it's yeah. you know there's a lot of there's a lot of different options, right? The, that's the a, big that's base, right can, there. Right, we can do an easy Bob Marley chant, you know. We can do an easy Bob Marley mm-hmm. chant, you know. There's yeah. there's easy things that we can do. It's just a matter of kind of you know. What other team? What other team would have that? What other team would have? Uh, a Bob Marley Chan or a Trick Daddy chant or no, and that's other team what we're and that's what we're so, trying to stress to the club, right, and, and to the rest mm-hmm. of its supporters that you know we have an opportunity to make this club and its fan base something you very very unique, even more unique than what it already is, right? It's it's unique by itself, right? And, and, and we yeah. always want to stress that, but we have an opportunity to make this very very um, fun, right? Uh, to be mm-hmm. to be an Inter Miami supporter.
2: Jermaine, let me ask you, um, since, you know, obviously this has been going on since yesterday, but this has been going on actually for a year now, you know, where this yeah. whole, um, you know, just lack of representation, we'll call it, or, or you know, just caring from the team. Um, it has caught some traction, you know, you see the tweet online, you see a lot of people retweeting, you see a lot of people reaching out. Obviously Xavier over here was very, you know, uh, moved by it and everything. Have you been surprised that the, the support that you've gotten in the last like you know 24 hours since you put that out there is there have you been reached by anybody that you maybe you weren't expecting that was like oh hey wow okay you know Some showing support.
4: or yeah you know, no i mean yeah. you know it's you know it's always good to 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 get the support right um and to see the amount of support right we obviously had way more support than we had you know criticism right and the few you know the few critics, obviously, you know, cl- quickly got kind of uh, d- dismissed. Uh, <laughs> nah, they're probably so, from Salt Lake, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or Orlando. We, all know, you know, we they, all know they don't like us for some reason. No, yeah, what's, what's going on there? But uh, no, you know, it's, you know, it's always good to get that support. Um, you know, and 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 I will say that um, there is a large, you know, emerging, black soccer, supporter culture. Mm. Um, in the U.S., right? We can look at Chicago Fire. They have Black Fires. Uh, Atlanta United. Mm. They have Footy Mob. Um, you know, there's a couple oh, of a there's name. a couple of teams on the lower yeah. level. Low. Say it again. That, that's a great name, Footy Mob. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I like oh, that one. Moms, <laughs> no, they're the OGs. They're the OGs. They're the I like. That. OGs. I like that. Uh, there's a lot of great podcasts out there. Uh, you know, if I can just shout out real mm-hmm. quick, you know, Shea Butter FC, uh, Two Cents <laughs> FC. Uh, for the culture. Uh, you know, they're just, um, can I kick it FC? Walk in 90, oh. right? These are all Black-led soccer podcasts kind of under this Two Cents FC network. Um, Dreaming of Freedom podcast, right? We're also a part of that network as well. And so there's a very, you know, there's a strong community there, right? So we never really feel alone, you know, even, even this morning, or, you know, like, like I texted the group, like, yo, like, I'm very appreciative of being in this space because it's, you know, it's, it's crazy in these soccer streets, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's, very, you know, it's very crazy in these soccer streets. So, you know, we all kind of have similar experiences and we're all kind of building up together. So, um, it's a good space to be in for sure.
2: What about um, your background, Jermaine? I mean, we've only had Inter Miami here for a couple of seasons, but you sound, you know, like a passionate football mm-hmm. fan for a long time here. Uh, yeah. There's one right answer here. What's your favorite uh, team besides uh, <laughs> Inter Miami? Who
4: were you rooting for before? Oh, man. uh So, you know, I, I will say that I was an original Miami Fusion uh supporter back in the day. Oh, we're not? Uh, back in the up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, look over my I shoulder. Mean, so... over my shoulder. Yeah, oh, There's I see. Old... I see. I see. Very nice. Very signed nice.
2: By, by Valderrama, man. I got him to, to Ooh, meet. My cousin. My cousin. Oh, yeah. Man, cousin, primo primo over there oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I <laughs> remember going nice, to nice, old nice. Lockhart Stadium and catching games, man, back yep. in the day, bro. I was a big fan.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's um no, it's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful part of kind of Miami soccer history uh, to be oh. a part of. Now, so I'm gonna say something. Everyone's gonna hate me, um, but oh. it is what it is. But say. I'm gonna explain myself. Let me explain myself, and let me get to my answer. Uh, oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right I, <always> like <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, uh, growing up, I was a, I was always a fan of individual soccer players, right? So I am okay. Thierry mm. Henry. I love Didier Drogba, so I was oh. never really attached to a team. Uh, my okay. older brother was a huge Manchester United fan, so mm. I always felt some type of way just kind of like naturally wanting to compete you know, with him. Mm. Um, okay. So I always grew up loving players. Now, one player that came into the league around 2010, 2011, is a guy by the name of Yaya Torre, and he mm-hmm. changed the way I watched the midfield position, really. Okay. Um, and of course, he entered the league with with Manchester City uh, <laughs> back at that time, and so I'm a I'm a Manchester City fan. Uh, I'm a very quiet Manchester <laughs> City fan. <I> <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, answer. Ed- Edwin's a Chelsea guy. Edwin's a Chelsea guy. Oh, <laughs>
2: you had me going with Drogba, bro. I was like, all right, man. Fusion Drogba. Me and Jermaine gonna hang out. We're gonna watch games together. And then he hits me with his Manchester City. So I
4: ah, hit you with the city. Uh, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, I do have a story. I'm not just one of these guys that just hops on the Pep train. Uh, you know, I do have a little. Yeah. I do have a little history with the club. But, I, I, appreciate uh, yeah, that. my, I appreciate that. I
1: appreciate yeah. that because I was the same way when I started following uh, international soccer. I'm like, all right, who's who's my favorite player? play for Ronaldinho okay he's at Barcelona that's who I'm gonna go with that's
4: right, yeah, that's right. who I've been with yeah, yeah. yeah. Easy, easy, yeah. easy 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 mm-hmm. easy you know we all have our stories we all have our stories right and that's the yeah. that's part of the beautiful game right we all kind of have our different stories but we end up here on a podcast you know just chopping it up
2: yeah <laughs> that's what's up man so you grew up being a fan you had your team you had your players and now yeah tell me what does it feel like and you know what does it mean to you being an Inter-Miami fan like Having a local team, you know, after growing up, rooting for Yaya, rooting for Manchester City, now rooting for a real team. You know, how does it feel? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> for your
3: very own. For your very own. Your very own, own team, man.
4: Neighborhood. neighborhood man. Team, that was neighborhood, smooth. Man. I'm not going to lie. That was very smooth. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I No. Listen, I love it. You know, I love this club. I love Inter-Miami. Um, the energy at the games are just electric. So I'm a season ticket holder uh since the second season and you know so i'm 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 at most of the home game you know if i can i have a family at home i have a wife and kid at home so uh, you know i have a life right yeah. so uh hey. you know uh What's up? but when i have the when i have the opportunity i'm there i drive pink uh, as much as possible and you know again we're just you know black hair just trying to create something a little a little fresh and so when i'm not doing that um i'm also uh in the classrooms so i'm a professor uh at, at at Florida Atlantic University um you know history professor and so um that's been that's been cool you know so just trying to juggle all of these different hats uh has been has been very rewarding um you know yeah, manchester city and now
2: fau bro well, i'm a panther man i'm fiu bro we have nothing oh, in common man. I'm
4: what's gonna,
2: going
3: uh, on <laughs> it, 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 it started so well and look how it's going now it's
2: all good man i, I appreciate the uh the educator, man. That's what's up, man. I, I was always my thing. I wanted to be a teacher, man. Just never got carried away in other careers, and it's always been my fallback. I'm always like, you know what? I can never be too old to become a teacher. I feel like, you <laughs>
0: this,
2: know. I'm like, I don't think this this there's an true. age limit it's, to it. It's a new time,
3: know? man. It's a new yeah, time. I
2: don't know.
4: True. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, it's,
2: you know, in history, that's what's up, man. That's cool. You know. Yeah,
4: in Florida, it's a little, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you don't want to be a teacher in Florida, but yeah. Oh no, yeah, I know. My, my mom was, was. I know the <laughs> problem. <laughs> Damn, yeah, man. yeah, man. So, are you originally from South Florida?
1: Born and raised? Yeah, or? I was born
4: and raised in uh, West Palm Beach. Uh, my family's of Jamaican descent. Um, so, that's oh. kind of where this whole soccer uh, connection really mm-hmm. uh, started. And, uh, yeah, you know, I just kind of grew up loving the game. And my older brother was really kind of the more serious one. Uh, I have two other siblings, I have two other brothers. My older one uh, kind of really led the way, uh, you know, the captain of the team and all of that stuff. And so, wow. um Nice. You know, so it was, you know, it was, uh, you know he was kind of like the example in terms of mm-hmm. who to follow uh in the family yeah. um so yeah soccer was always the first sport um and so i kind of got into it when i was in grad school i kind of like focused it on like my research and so i study like i study soccer history and black soccer history and so all of this is kind that's of lovely. in my in my wheelhouse and so that's what's up man um, yeah it's fun it. man it's really fun awesome. i really love what i do so you're so one the of these next...
2: northern uh inner miami fans sorry guys i didn't mean to cut you off so you're what like palm beach area still are you in broward so so
4: i live in miami gardens
2: oh okay all right man all
4: right yeah all right cool 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 cool. because i was wondering i'm like too much information (laughs) i'm
2: I'm way down south um so okay guys i think you had a question i was just
4: oh so
1: next world cup expanded uh field reggae boys got a chance or what
4: man listen yo cuba's uh... got a
1: chance too what's up
4: Yo, a lot of teams, know. a lot of teams have know. a chance, right? A lot of teams man, definitely man. have a chance. It'll, it's going to make, yeah. it's definitely going to make for an exciting World Cup. Uh, I not de- you know, I think, I think Jamaica has a strong chance. We have to get our federation in order. There's just a lot of things in the federation. That's just as with our, you know, a lot of federations, but we can figure some things out structurally. Uh, yeah. I will say that the women's team are awesome. So they're, they're going to enter their second World Cup ne- uh, this year, 2023. Uh, they're, they're in. in this upcoming. Uh, they're in the upcoming Women's World Cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So the Jamaican women's team are doing their thing for sure, representing the Caribbean uh, That's all what's day. Up. So, yeah, it's an exciting time, you know, for you know, uh, Jamaican footy fans. Mm-hmm. That's
3: sure. J- Jermaine, you, when man. are we gonna get some some nice Caribbean food out there in the Drive Pink Stadium in the parking lot? Or so, mm,
4: do I do I yes. head where I hear
3: the reggae? Where do I? The, where, how do I find you guys?
4: Right. Right. So. We're actually planning to be a little bit more organized on the tailgating front this season so we basically want to turn our tailgating experiences into kind of like caribbean tailgates uh, so where we're playing you know music throughout the diaspora we're kind of serving up you know a little small you know caribbean caribbean dishes like jamaican patties or whatnot um, and just kind of creating a nice vibe and then you'll see our flag waving uh, if you go to our twitter you'll see you know you'll see what our flag looks like but Um, Yeah, you'll see the flag waving and you'll see, you know, a whole bunch of people just kind of chopping it up, probably have red cups in our hand, uh, drinking some Auntie Mary's rum punch, which is the the official drink. I I
3: keep hearing about that. I keep hearing about that. I'm going to have to go out there and try it. I I love to walk around before the game and and see the vibe and feel the vibe. So I might have to just end up there and, and try
4: some of that stuff. Absolutely, it's dangerous, so be careful. But uh, get you right before I'm a yeah, dangerous hey, man, yeah. Hey, you could be dangerous, <laughs> but
2: you're also representing us in the press box, bro. So be careful. I don't want you turning into Chavi or something else, you know what I mean?
3: I might stay in the parking lot for that game,
2: okay? All right, fair <laughs> enough, you know. Hey. I
4: love it, love it.
2: Uh, Jermaine, we, we can't, we can't, you know, finish this up without asking you, bro. What's up, Messi, Miami, down to happen, bro? I don't know if you were listening mm-hmm. to who we were just talking to beforehand, but uh.
4: Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, feel? listen, I'm someone that isn't going. Well, in this particular scenario, I'm not going to believe anything until I see Messi signing that contract. Uh, There've um, been too many stories. On, man. I thought this bro, last round fun. of, I thought this last round of stories was was the one. I really thought, <laughs> like, oh, it's a done deal. Like, yeah, this yeah. is it. And then a couple, you know, news came out a couple of days later. It's like, okay, well, we're back at square one. So I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm fine with the move that we are making right i'm not I'm not necessarily one to listen, I'm a city supporter, so i have enough of the big splashes, the unnecessary right big splashes at times um, <laughs> so I think if we just build from the ground up right, we invest in kind of the local players. we have a lot of good uh, local players coming through the system coming through the academy. we just yeah. signed joseph martinez um yeah. you know uh leo you know leo campana, Leo Campapi uh is, is brilliant <laughs> for us and so uh it's it's gonna be good it's gonna be good
2: i like leo compapi i like that yeah <laughs> nice who's your favorite I player like on the team
4: special ooh favorite player on the team i would have to say damien low because right. of the jamaican roots. roots
2: ah that was an easy one yeah I yeah. Knew, yeah i knew yeah, he was going yeah. there I, I should have i should there. have made an ex you
4: know excluding you know damien low okay fair enough right. <laughs> excluding i mean wow non jamaican mean, I would say yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, um, you know, I really love this. Well, I mean, I love, I love Kampana. I really love Campana. I, I just love the fact that he's just a true number nine. He just goes out, does what he has to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love this little player, this little midfielder uh, named Bryce Duke, and he's oh, just very yes. like, yeah. crafty. That's my guy. Yeah, I just, I just, dude, just like him. I, you know, I want to see him yeah. get more time. There's something
3: uh, about him, right? There's something about yeah. him he's special. That, that he, he, he special? flashes. He yeah. Flashes, and then bam, they bring in Posuelo, and now, oh, yeah. All is right. He at? Right, right.
2: Enough love. <laughs> they fear. need to figure enough out how to play of both of, of them together. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> enough love here. Well, who, who's your least favorite player on the team? Come on, let's get spill the oh, beans here. Oh no! no, no. no.
3: You don't do wow. that. Wow. It doesn't mean you hate the guy. He's just, just the guy that you love the yeah. yeah. least. If he's smart, I, he, I he can just say somebody that left. Oh, for real? I got a couple. Yeah, bro. Wow. Wow. Never been a fan. Go 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 first. wouldn't go.
2: Oh man, uh, I I can't. Lasseter drove me nuts every time, every game. He had like two moments all season where he I was had like, a good season. All
3: right, man, Lassiter, he had a good season. Lassiter, a good that season. Guy, bro, he that guy's Willie season. Mays
2: Hayes, just running out there, just as faster <laughs> than anybody. But this touch is horrible. The ball goes everywhere. He has no control. Like it's it's impossible. He had like two decent plays plays all season long. Deja vu all nothing. over again. I oh, hear
3: you from last season. Deja vu all over yeah, again. Yeah, that guy exactly drove me nuts, saying. man. I no, feel like no, there's somebody no. else here. Who's... He had a good season. He had <laughs> a good
4: season, oh, bro. He scored some nice goals. Yeah, I'm ah, not man. mad at Ari. I'm not mad at Ari. Nah, he. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 gonna take him time to really kind of open up. Uh, but I feel like so, when he did have the ball, he was kind so of horrible. excited. I, I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, I like Ari. His dad used to play for the Fusion. Yeah, uh, uh, look, we'll my boy, my boy knows what's He's up. Not here, bro. <laughs>
2: He <laughs> knows, man. That's what's up, bro. Like it tell you, come on, up, man. man. You yeah. guys have all we've all been there. We've all been watching the game. You see him running His up the sideline be Down the sideline, and you're like, all right, dude, just mm-hmm. cross the ball, cross the ball. And he's just running so fast. The ball goes everywhere. I he has this. no control. He trips over the ball. Like everything happened to that guy except a good pass or a good fit. I can't remember a good finish from him. All season long. Like, nothing. Oh come on. Ah, man. Nah, bro. But nah, if he yeah, did everything yeah,
3: you're saying, he'd be in Manchester City with Jermaine's team. Nah, oh, bro. Right.
4: Let's, let's keep, let's keep city out of this. We're, we're, we're playing on Inter Miami. And they're not that Okay. Bad. So, okay. So I will say, I will say, uh, here it is. My least favorite player. And it's it only is. because. Wait, 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 wait. Let me build it up for i not been you. able to. Stay <laughs> I love that. It? Uh, Robbie Robinson. Oh, Ooh. solid. Only because solid. Like he hasn't one. been able to stay healthy enough. He was our first draft pick. I wow. do think we should have took Daryl DK instead of Robbie Robinson. Oh, we took Robbie man, Robinson I love me and it just DK. hasn't worked out. Yeah. And yeah. so I would say that's, it's not that I don't like him. Yeah, It's just. Disappointing. Yeah, I Disappointing. think That's, fine. Yeah, that's normal. else could take that but...
2: spot. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel that's a solid one, especially because, you know, potential that we haven't seen.
4: This is, this, yeah. this is his year. This is a year. The coach, the coaches, uh, this is a make or break year.
3: If nothing happens, he's gone. I hope yeah. so.
4: I hope so. I hope so. I mean, when he plays, he looks good, but he just doesn't play enough. He just doesn't yeah. play enough. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, here we'll we go. See.
2: Glass legs, Robinson. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> Total bust.
3: Steve oh, man. See, see. Steve's been hitting it. Steve's <laughs> been hitting <laughs> it, bro. These are... yeah, Shout out to the oh, Black Hands members
2: in the chat. Yeah, man. Steve says, thank you fellas for inviting Jermaine tonight and Xavier for reaching out. These stories are important to talk about. Absolutely, man. We we Mm, got to talk more
3: about these stories. And one thing that I've I've always told Edwin is I want to get into the community and do some stories about the local heroes. I mean, I remember the Haitian League from from when I was in high school. I had a friend that used to go play. That was a long time ago, Jermaine, by by the way, let me tell you. Yeah, it is a long time ago. His high school was was like sometime in
2: the 80s. (laughs) No, no, early 90s. Early early 90s. 90s. Okay.
3: Early 90s. I graduated in 92. (laughs) We yeah. Wait, so you were in high school in the 80s then yeah i was well no no <laughs> there you I, go. I got to high school in, in 1990 1990 okay. you did not
1: graduate in two years bro come on no, yeah get out of here
3: well because back then middle school went up to eighth grade
1: uh-huh like, well, To ninth right grade it's a ninth it, it grade. went to
3: ninth grade i mean back i was in in palm springs uh middle school now it wasn't called palm yeah it was palm springs middle school ninth grade and then i went to miami lakes yeah, well, enough dating them, yourself man, but go ahead <laughs> oh, but, but there's a lot of stories in the streets like he said these streets are crazy there's so many leagues and so many things and and so many really good players and stories there so i want to you know keep Absolutely. in touch and, and get some of those out because we have some local Absolutely. heroes too we have local yaya to in the fields and stuff they just never were able to make it
4: mm-hmm.
3: look we have a local hero right here edwin garcia he used to be he used to be better than courtois
2: Wow, I was I was the number one goalie in the adult recreational intramural Sunday league over at Kendall Soccer Park for like four Saturdays. seasons.
1: We played on Saturdays. Bro. I believe it. You been on Saturdays. Oh, oh man, it's Can't been a while, it. bro.
2: It's been a while, man. You know, so I'm no longer Concussion. playing. Yeah,
1: Concussion. I took a couple of bad hits, bro. Let me tell you. <laughs> you did. This, but, you
2: did. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, definitely believe it. Wait, there's some there's some,
3: oh, some, some comments
2: on? over here. Hold on. Oh. Nico says, "Yeah, but Robbie Robinson also RKO'd someone, so he's my goat." Okay. If I if hold on, is this true? When was this Robbie did?
4: RKos yeah, from yeah, so he yeah. Gets
2: from Oh, okay. Wait a minute. I did not know about oh this. God. If he RKO somebody, game? I'm all down. Oh my god,
4: it was a hilarious game. It was just Robbie Robinson okay, can... definitely has a certain. Are you talking about when attitude. he wrestled with? A... Yeah, yeah. Well, RKO He, bro. Exactly he does right.
1: rep. He does rep Chile. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. yeah. that's <laughs> such yeah. a weird. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, Robbie Robinson from
4: Chile.
2: Uh, behind yeah.
4: Robbie for sure.
2: All right, I'm gonna have to look up that sure. RKO video, man. Hit yeah. us up on the on the if you if you if you got the video of that RKO man, hit us up at Lemon City Live on Twitter. I want to see that man. That'd be dope, dude. <laughs> yeah, Nico. Let me a real good quick. little WWE uh, connection to, to the team. <laughs> he bodies. Yeah, he bodies. Opposing player.
3: <laughs> Damn. All right. Shoot. <laughs> no, okay. Robbie's legit. I, re- I Robbie's remember legit. that game. I remember that game. And then he got uh, Phil sent sat him down a little bit. I, I don't remember exactly which game, but I do remember when it happened. Right. I think it was one of those open cup games.
2: Tying,
4: tying, re- right. Oh, maybe it could be. yeah. For some reason I'm thinking it's uh <coughs> am thinking it's New York. I, I, I don't know why I'm thinking New could York. Open but-
2: mm-hmm. cup, but- man. Miami FC, baby. We're big Miami FC fans here, Jermaine. Me and uh we're, me okay. and Gus, we were at the very first uh Miami FC game and we covered them throughout their first like what four I years. Think- we we didn't miss we a did, game for like the first four, four we, seasons. Ex-
1: yeah, yeah, something like we're, that. Right. We, was, we yeah. covered all their games.
2: Big fans, okay, great man. people over oh, there. Geez. Um, yeah, man, yeah. they were. You know, we've been we've been doing Miami soccer since before Miami even had a team down here, man. To be honest, So, we, uh, word, word. yeah, we know what's up, man. But Jermaine, thank yeah. you so much for for hanging out with us tonight, man. We really appreciate it, man. Stick around. We're gonna we'll wrap up here, man. But uh, we can chit chat afterwards. Uh, but against oh, here he goes against Georgia.
3: Or or something. Or something. I, okay. I just in the yeah, back of my mind I, I keep thinking it was an open cup. I keep yeah, man. Send that.
2: the video. Send the video. I want to see it. But hey yeah. I want to I want to thank Jermaine. Uh remember go follow them. Black Heron uh Herons United UTD on Twitter. Check them out, man. Um at the same time, our other guests, Eric and Joe Pompliano, we put their information. We'll tweet out some of their stuff as well. Big uh wait, 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 wait. What is this? Steve. Stop talking. <laughs> there will be no slander of oh my team my here. I <laughs> like mattress stores. <laughs> oh man, dude, mattress stores are bad, bro. Oh my god, that's that is definitely money that, very Miami.
3: Just, those, that's just a front for the men in black. They have the aliens in the store and stuff. Yeah, bro, something like
2: that. <laughs> uh but again, hey, Jermaine, uh, if you if there's anything else you want to plug, any la- before we sign off here, man, um, anything else you want? people to know about again thank you so much for hanging out with us well, appreciate, we appreciate it man. i
3: appreciate it yeah and any
2: way that we can help you know spread yes. the word too man
4: where not thank y'all for having me uh yeah this last thing is you know just you know continue to support you know black sgs uh can you know continue to support representation in soccer um and uh, you know go ahead and follow uh two cents fc and their whole entire uh network they're just doing a great job you know really pushing the culture forward so
2: cool cool, man yeah send a tweet we'll be sure to retweet that as well um but again thanks everybody for for hanging out for watching if you're watching on youtube be sure to hit that like subscribe button if you're watching on facebook same thing you find us on all social media at lemon city live big thank you to all our guests today uh big thank you to jermaine big thank you to chavi gus everybody for Mm -hmm. hanging out with us tonight we'll be back tomorrow night with our regularly scheduled lemon city live uh football and everything else program that we'll do Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. So until then, have a great night, everybody. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon.